All right, welcome back to The Art of Show. This week we're hanging out with Mike Corrado and we're talking about what it's like to develop one character for over a decade. Welcome to The Art of Show, where we feature the people who are creating amazing stories for kids. Join us as we chat with children's book illustrators and authors, storyboardists, animators, and more. Now, their art might be for kids, but aren't we all just kids at heart? Here's your host, Brandon. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to The Art of Show. Uh, We are on about a two-week break, but we are back and rolling for the rest of the year. Uh, We have a really fun interview for you guys today. This is with Mike Corrado. Uh, Mike is an amazing illustrator as well as author of some pretty cool children's books, uh, including the Little Elliot series. And uh, what's really fun about this one is we really get into uh, what it's like to develop a character from when he first appeared, the little Elliot first appeared uh, in a sketchbook, um, to what it's like to kind of be with the character for over a decade, uh, which is really cool. Uh, there's a new little Elliot book coming out in August. Mike also has another book coming out called All the Way to Havana, which is coming out on August 29th, the same time as his new little Elliot book. We get into both of them as well as just Mike's journey uh, as an artist and how he got into the kids' book world. Uh, Mike's a great guy. He's doing a lot of really, really cool things. And so without further ado, let's dive into our interview with Mike. Alrighty, well, uh, welcome back to the Art of Show. We're excited to have Mike hanging out with us today. Illustrator extraordinaire. Uh, and you are in Brooklyn, is that right? Actually, I just moved. Oh uh, no, I have my, I have my information yeah. wrong. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I live in uh, Northampton, Massachusetts now. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's like one of those other illustrator enclaves. Illustrator yeah. Author. Enclaves, yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. Um, I would imagine your space is a little bit bigger. Is that right? Is yeah, that? definitely bigger. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, is uh, is Aaron Becker, is he close to you? I feel like, is, yeah, he, is he in Massachusetts? He's, he's okay. in the area. Okay. Yeah. When I had him on, yeah, so, he, I think you mentioned there's like a really cool community up there. Yeah, yeah. There That's is. Cool. So a bunch of us hang out. Yeah, yeah. Time and time, and then you got the Eric Carl Museum in uh, Amherst. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Uh, well, actually, I would love to kind of we can start there. Uh, so the uh, what's my favorite color? Uh, that was this year. Is that right? That yeah. came out. Um, yeah, I think that came out in May. That and this was actually my first time hearing about the Carlisle Museum. For for those that may not be familiar with it, um, kind of how did you get involved with it, and uh, what was kind of your contribution to the book? Uh, well, actually, um, the what's your favorite color and the previous one, what's your favorite animal, um, they are published through um, Henry Holtz, okay. Books for Young Readers. Uh, so that's the same uh, imprint that put out Little Elliot. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Same editor. So my editor just asked me if I'd like to contribute uh, to the project, and it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then it was just a happy coincidence that I moved here, and then um, I was able to do like a book release party at the Carl Museum with uh, a few of the other artists that were in the book. What yeah. was it like taking your work? Was this the first time you've done like a gallery show, or or have you done one before? Um, I've had work up at the Society of Illustrators. Okay. So like as far as, as publishing work, uh. Those are my only gallery experiences, the Society and the Carl Museum. Yeah. Gotcha. Is it, what's it like in that kind of context, like having your work in a gallery? Because you're not in front of kids and reading and they're going crazy. Like, is it is it different or like, do you approach even the work that's going to go into it differently? No, I, um, I mean, 
it's meant for a book. So of course, like that's my main concern. And then, uh, it, it wasn't until like after everything was finished that the Carl said that they were definitely going gotcha. to have a show that's cool. of all the work. Um, and it's such a cool show. Yeah. Uh, and they, they shared pictures before I went in to see it and it's like, Oh, it looks great. But then you go in and everything's hung kind of low so that the kids can see it that's and fun. everything's miniature because there was nothing, uh, to see the scale in the photo. So it was even cooler to me, like seeing like this mini exhibit for smaller people yeah so everyone could enjoy so yeah it was really cool that's really cool uh well sweet well we'll kind of back up a little bit and um getting started was art something that was just always part of your life where you're always drawing yeah that was my thing yeah i've always i've always made art and uh i always knew i wanted to do something in visual art yeah, yeah. What was the stuff that you kind of drawn towards as a kid? Like, what, what were the things you were drawn? Uh, you know, when I was really little, you know, kind of typical kid stuff, like animals and my family and our house. And uh, I loved cars. I was obsessed with cars. Okay. Uh, yeah, which kind of plugs into a more recent project yeah. that uh, finishes here. And then... Um, and then when I got a little bit older, I was obsessed with comic books. Uh, so I used to copy like tons of comic book art and thought I was going to be a comic book artist for a long time. I mean, when I was really little, I was very into picture books and, uh-huh. you know, thought like, I'll make picture books. And then teenager, I was like, I'm going to make comic books. And then when I went uh, to college for illustration, I rediscovered my love of children's books. Okay. And that's when I knew like, yeah, that's, that's the, the goal. Uh, but now I'm, I'm going to be doing both that's cool. books and comics. I'm working on a graphic novel right now. So. Oh, that's cool. When, uh, yeah. when's that slated to come out? Uh, when I finish it, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a book deal, but it's kind of a passion project. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's with, uh, Laura Godwin, like the same editor that's done all the Elliot stuff. So, okay, cool. Uh, so she's, she's giving me a lot of different work. So she knows it's going to take some time. So I that's don't cool. have a date for you yet, but that's <laughs> awesome. One fine day. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So was there a moment growing up where you're like, you knew that art was going to be your career? Um, or was it something that you like, were you ever being kind of pushed into a different path? And you're like, no, nah, I need to, I need to go after this. Something you, you, all, you always had. Uh, you know, I mean, I think my dad for a while was, uh, you know, a little unsure about me going to art school because uh, I think, you know, with probably many parents that send their kids to art school, they have nightmares of their kids like on the side of the street trying to sell like a canvas, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, not making any money. And uh, I think if you really do have a passion and talent for art, like there are many different facets that you can uh, work in. So, um, I, I started out, even though I was an illustration major after school, I got a graphic design internship. Okay. Cause you know, it's not like you, there aren't many places where you can go work full time as an illustrator. Right. Um, so I, I started getting into graphic design and that's how I earned my bread and butter for many years while I worked towards my, um, my publishing goals. Yeah. That's cool. So how did you manage that? Because a lot of folks, it seems like they got into kids' books almost as like a side piece as a passion project while they're supporting their day job. So, I mean, were you just working at night, like working through dummies or kind of how did that develop? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, um, so I, I did graphic design. I, it took me 10 years, right, to finally get my book deal. Okay. And there was a lot of, like, trying really hard and then, like, taking time off from it, you know. Uh, and then taking time off was mostly due to just, like, time constraints. Like, I'm working two or three jobs right now. I don't have time. And, uh, you know, sometimes getting discouraged. You know, you, you mail out a stack of postcards. You don't hear back from anyone. And it's it can be soul-crushing, you know. Uh, so it was, uh, I think I was like, I turned 30 or something or somewhere around that time of my life. And I was getting very, you know, uh, uh, critical about where I, where I was. I mean, I had a comfortable graphic design job. I was, uh, you know, respected at my, at my job and, um, but I was always daydreaming about making picture books. And so I decided that year, like, I have to, I, I just have to do it. And so, uh, like you said, it was lots of hours after work that I was putting in. Um, and uh, I just started making pieces that I wanted to make for myself and made me happy. Because mm -hmm. um, I think for many years I was trying to create pieces that uh, were maybe trendy or were kind of like derivative of really popular illustrators in the moment. And that's just not, I don't, I don't think it's the right way to approach things. Like you have to create from within. Yeah. Um, so once I, I started drawing stuff that really got me excited, um, I was kind of on a roll, mm -hmm. you know, like making personal work. And then uh, someone contacted me to illustrate their book, someone who was self-publishing. And um, the difference from all the other people that asked me to self-publish with them was that they actually offered to pay me. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that got my attention. And uh, when was this? What year was this? Uh, boy, 2000. 10 okay gotcha ish something like that and uh so i worked on this book. i i illustrated this book in like under two months oh, i wow. mean it was it was a crazy deadline and it, it was more like um creating i made like large spots gotcha. you know like it wasn't kind of a typical picture book because of the time constraints mm -hmm. so we kind of worked out you know and and for budget so uh yeah, it's called um, Mabel McNabb and uh, The Worst Day Ever. Um, yeah, and it, it just kind of gave me confidence. I mean, the, the book didn't go anywhere, really, because we didn't really have the marketing power, but um, it was like a, a passion project yeah. for her, and she was creating for her nieces and nephews and, you know, had to deal with a printer, so you know, we published a bunch of copies and sold what we could on our own. Um, but it, it just, it just gave me enough confidence that I thought to myself, okay, I just illustrated a book in two months, like, and I'm creating personal work that makes me happy. Like I, I was just feeling, uh, recharged. Like I hadn't felt in a long time, like, okay, this is possible. I need to do it. I can't sit around and, um, be comfortable. Uh, so the same year, <clears throat> I had a, a, a show. Uh, I lived in Seattle at the time, 
<clears throat> Sorry. So no, you're good. I had a show at my favorite cafe and uh, it did very well. I sold a lot of prints and um, it gave me a deadline, right, to create all this personal work um, for this show. And by the end of it, what I really had was a portfolio. Um, that's what I realized. And uh, so I took all the work that I made for that show uh, and some of the pieces from that book and uh, took that with me to the SCBWUI New York Winter Conference uh, that year. So that was 2012. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe I made that book in 2011. Anyway, sorry. It's all blurry now. Uh, so at, at the SCBWI conference, um, they have a portfolio show that's juried. And I thought like, okay, this is my way to start like making real connections because, you know, editors and art directors from all the major houses come to, you know, peruse the portfolios. Uh, so I thought like, oh, this is, this is my, this is part of my five year plan, right? I'm going to like maybe make a contact. Maybe someone will ask me to make a book cover or something like that. And then I ended up winning the show. So that was unexpected, uh, happy accident number one. Yeah. And then, uh, after that, uh, my inbox is just flooded with, uh, inquiries, um, especially about, uh, this guy right here. Um, so little Elliot was a part of that portfolio yeah. Um, and everyone was kind of enamored with him. That was getting in touch with me. Like, who's this elephant? What's the story? Like, he looks sad. Like what's the matter? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> why is he have a sweet tooth? Uh, so I ended up getting my, um, my first contract was for three books uh, with Laura Godwin at Henry Holt. Okay. And now she has her own imprint uh godwin books so um yeah it just it just all happened all at once yeah um yeah it was it was crazy i i was pinching myself daily that's not weird yeah that's so cool (laughs) so it sounds like little elliot was a big part of the the portfolio and you get noticed and obviously your career where did the idea of little elliot come from where and especially has it morphed or has it changed over the years as you've kind of developed the character? Yeah, yeah, totally. So um, Elliot just started off as a doodle in my sketchbook. And I, I just, for many years, I just would draw this little polka dotted elephant. And I had a few other characters. That raccoon from yeah. the uh, Eric Carl book was another character okay, that cool. I used to doodle all the time. So they're based, they're both based on... Um, stuffed animals that I had as a kid. Um, except Elliot is a combination of, uh, Oh, I have, I could show you the stuffy. Let me see if I can reach it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no worries. Well, let's take off my headset. Okay. Okay. So this is my little, uh, elephant guy, uh, that my grandmother gave me when I was, when I was little. That's cool. And, um, my raccoons in the, in the bedroom. Um, so, but he, uh, so Elliot's a combination of this guy and the polka dotted elephant from Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Cause they, they both kind of represent 
my childhood in a lot of ways. So um, that's kind of where the idea for the character came from. But when I was doodling him, it wasn't like I was thinking, I'm going to make a book about you. Um, it was just something for me uh, to doodle. And I tried making some personal pieces uh, featuring those characters at some point, and they kind of didn't turn out how I wanted them to. I used to be more of a painter. Huh. Um, yeah, so I, I'm kind of a failed painter <laughs> and, uh, just embraced my drawing abilities. Um, and that's, that's also what got me on the role making personal pieces because I kind of let go of this, like, part of my life that I was trying, trying to do something with paint that just wasn't working. Um, and so I just really embraced drawing and playing around with digital color. Um, which is what a lot of my work is. Uh, and then once I figured out a formula that worked for me and looked the way I wanted, finally wanted it to look, then that's kind of what gave me um, uh, the excitement to push forward. Gotcha. That's cool. Where, yeah. uh, where did the name Elliot come from? Elliot. Um, so it's funny because I used to just call him Ellie. Okay. With a Y. I mean, he was always a boy, but Ellie was a Y. Um, and then the stuffed animal, like when you were a kid. Uh, no, the the character. The character, gotcha. Okay. Doodle. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, actually, when when Laura uh, offered that contract to me, um, he was still Ellie. It was little Ellie, and um, one thing that she talked about when we started working together was, you know, um, Ellie sounds a lot like Ella, which is, you know, another elephant yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want anyone getting confused. Uh, so we're going to have to change the name. And I was kind of like worried about it at first. Um, and so I was kicking around some ideas and then it was actually my husband's idea uh, to name him Elliot because who's saying like, you know, it still kind of has Ellie in it. Ellie. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. And, but now I don't, I, it's totally his name. Like I can't, it, it's, it's weird calling him Elliot to me. Like, I feel like Elliot fits so much better now that I've like gotten to know the character even more. That's cool. That's real cool. Yeah. Uh, so you, so that was, when did, I guess Elliot first start showing up in your sketchbook? Um, like early two thousands. Okay, I I have the the earliest memory I have is like I was at a conference, an illustration conference. Uh, Icon. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of Icon. Yeah, it's, yeah. I actually had uh, it's amazing. It's biannual. Yeah, I had Armand Serrano on a couple weeks ago, and I think he yeah. was just talking at it uh, last because it was last week, wasn't it? I believe Icon. Yeah, I wasn't able to make it this year. I maybe it was last week. I'm not sure, but okay, cool. um, yeah. So I've been to two of those, and they were both really inspiring, um, just fantastic. So the first one I went to was in San Francisco. I think that was maybe 2004. Um, but I remember doodling him on my sketchbook, like actually on the cover <laughs> of the sketchbook uh, during during the conference. That's um, cool. Yeah. So what's it, what's it like then having a character with you for over a decade? 
Like, has has he grown up with you, or has he changed? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he's like an old friend now, yeah. right? I mean, I think that we know each other really <laughs> well. And, I mean, I, I feel like I've instilled a lot of my childhood in Elliot. So, um, you know, there there's a lot of nostalgia built into that character. Um, but, basically, he's this kind of completely innocent part of myself, you know? Um, and of course none of us are completely innocent. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, he's charming to me. It's like, Oh, it's, it's me. If I wasn't a jerk sometimes, you know, <laughs> or if I never messed up. Um, yeah, but he still of course has his own challenges. So that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so the next one in the series is coming out in August. So, yeah. so about, about a month after this goes live. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's little Elliot fall friends. Um, so Elliot and mouse are, um, you know, doing their thing in the city. Um, and they are trying to cross the street in times square. And, uh, you know, I love the city. Elliot loves the city, but you know, sometimes it can be a little much, you know, um, there's lots of noise. There's lots of traffic. Everyone's on the go. Um, it can be dirty. Uh, so there are definitely times when you live in the city that you think to yourself, I wish I was anywhere but here right now (laughs) as much as I love it. Uh, and so they have a little getaway and they get on the bus and they go, um, out of the city to the country. Um, and, uh, they kind of have a, uh, uh, fun fall day. Um, and Elliot, Elliot might get lost, (laughs) but it, spoiler alert, it all works out. Yeah. Um, and of course it wouldn't be in an Elliot book if there wasn't like some kind of feast <laughs> so of course there's like um lots of food at some point yeah, uh, yeah very cool yeah and uh actually i photographed a lot of the um landscape in this book uh on the grounds of this apple orchard that i used to go apple picking at okay, when cool. i was growing up yeah yeah so i grew, I grew up outside new york city um like 20 miles outside and then uh yeah we would drive further north and go apple picking every year that's really yeah. cool that's really cool yeah, uh thanks. <laughs> is um so i know I've, I've read a little bit about kind of your process and how you develop um your work so do you still start out with the pencil sketch and then scan that in and then paint digitally is that is that your still kind of workflow yeah for um well, for all the Elliot books, that's that's how I do it. Um, yeah, I'll just do a really finished graphite drawing on paper and scan it, and then uh, in Photoshop, I um, I call it digital glazing. It's just like tons of, of layers of color. Okay, cool. Uh, that are all masked out. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so different modes and transparencies, and um, yeah. It's it's been working for me, but I've been uh, experimenting a lot in the last year. Um, so I'm really excited about some of the newer stuff 
Um, so this is the, the other book that comes out the same day. It's okay. uh, All the Way to Havana. So uh, this is written by Margarita Engel and is also a Laura Godwin book. Um, and I'm still drawing and there's still digital color, but um, I'm going to see if I can zoom in here. But there's also um, paint. Okay, cool. And like the trees in this picture are paint. And um, you can see like, like the ground here has like a lot of texture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I use like some pumice or something. And then if you see like on the fabric and on like the wood on the house, so those are more like photographic overlays. Uh, so I actually went to Cuba to do research for this book and I took like thousands of photos. And uh, so I used a lot of textures from uh, actual locations in Cuba cool. to help create the um, the feel for the book. So um, it was different and really exciting for me. And I really like how it came out. Um, and I just finished a book uh, that Samantha Berger wrote, and that's going to be for Little Brown. That comes out in spring. It's called What If? And um, I can't show you anything yet for that, but it's finished and it's all like mixed media. Oh, cool. Uh, so yeah, kind of a departure for me. So I'm still drawing, still have a lot of digital color, but uh, there are a lot of 3D elements that I created and then photographed. And then I saw like drawing combined with the 3D stuff. And uh, so that was really fun to make. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's... So while, while I love drawing, like drawing is like my first love, right? Um, but I'm excited to be kind of trying out some different stuff. Yeah. Did I see you tweet about something about uh, like wooden, um, like prints, like doing printmaking? Uh, yeah. That, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was, um, I did a lino cut okay, for, cool. for what if. Gotcha. Yeah, so that was one spread. It was like lino cut and then I uh, did this like, watercolor overlay um for that piece yeah yeah cool. but i did a bunch of like kooky stuff like i i built like an igloo out of sugar cubes oh sweet i uh i made a a dragon out of dried leaves um yeah just lots of fun stuff yeah, yeah yeah that's really <laughs> cool uh i've had andy harkness on uh and he had a he's with Disney, but he had a book come out where it was a bunch of clay sculptures that he did. And then he like digitally painted on top of the sculptures, um, which was, cool. which is really, cause it's really cool when people combine like real elements with, with, uh, yeah. digital too. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, sweet. Well, uh, and I meant to, meant to ask. So on, um, the next little Elliot book, did you have a favorite spread from that working on it? Oh, um, Oh gee, my favorite spread. No pressure. Mm -hmm. um, kind of. Actually, this was kind of a <laughs> a, a lesson in patience and okay. perseverance. Um, but here's Elliot in uh, Lost in this Cornfield. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of took a long time to draw all that corn. Yeah. And um, yeah, and it's actually, it was worth it. That was two spreads. So here, you know. Here's the first one, like during the day, and then he's still lost, like at sunset there. Oh wow, that's cool. Um, so it's actually the same drawing, um, 
I mean, I changed Elliot, Elliot's pose and, um, and then just played around with color, but it was really satisfying after, uh, investing all that time in drawing like every stalk of corn yeah, yeah. Uh, to see it come together. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, well, as we're kind of wrapping up, uh, a couple questions we love, love to ask folks that, that come on. Uh, the first yeah. one is when you were a kid, uh, were there any books that you had that were your favorite, uh, that you can remember reading or maybe your parents did because you read them so much? Yeah. Um, you know, in our house, um, golden books were okay. what was in the budget. Right. Uh, so I used to love to read, um, the little red caboose like all the time. And, um, Oh man. Uh, Richard scary. Uh, like what do people do all day? And you know, like the busy town stuff. Um, I loved, I wasn't like a really little kid, but when I was a little bit older, like I discovered, uh, I mean, I, I was maybe like a teenager and I discovered my little brother's Arnold LaBelle frog and toad books. And I was like obsessed with them. Of course, I like wouldn't tell anyone, <laughs> like any of my teenage friends, like, oh my gosh, I love this like kids book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was obsessed with them. Um, yeah, and actually, uh, just getting back to Golden Books. So um, I still have my, um, I have this giant book of Golden Book stories, and they're all illustrated by Tibor Gergley. Okay, cool. Um, so he's been a big influence in my life. Um, so he, he illustrated little red clues and, um, a whole lot of other ones. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. Uh, and then for today, are there any folks that, or any, anybody's work that you really look up to, or maybe someone you'd really love mm-hmm. to collaborate with, uh, on a project? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, well, there are so many amazing illustrators, out there right now it's kind of incredible um I'll just, let me just think okay so some people that really inspire me that are working today um isabel arsenal um i love her work so that was uh um she's uh jane the fox and and me and uh let's see i'm cheating i'm looking at my shelf uh virginia wolf um you belong here so those are some of her uh, titles that she's illustrated. I think, I think those are all written by someone else. Um, Julie Morstad, um, she illustrated Swan. I love her work. Um, Carson Ellis is amazing. Brendan Wenzel. Um, I'm best friends with Ruth Chan. She does beautiful, uh, line work with watercolor. Um, I'm always like really impressed with people who can, uh, paint and watercolor. <laughs> it's like the hardest medium ever. Um, yeah. So off the top of my head, those are some, some other illustrators that I really love. Um, and then collaborating with authors. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I dare not say it out loud. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> It may never come true, but yeah, yeah. Um, actually working on what if with Samantha Berger was a dream come true. So cool. Samantha is also one of my best friends. And to work on a book with one of your besties, it's like, 
like no one gets to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. Very few people get to do that. And um, I feel like it was very collaborative, which also illustrators and authors don't get to do very often. I mean, she wrote the text first and then I was brought in on the project. Um, but we were very much a part of, you know, influencing each other's decisions at times. Um, yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Well, uh, for folks that want to follow along, especially with the books you have coming out or maybe just the work that you're doing, any good places that you would send people to? Uh, well, I've got my website. It's MikeCarrado.com. You can follow me on Twitter. It's just at Mike Corrado. I'm on Instagram, Mike underscore Corrado. Um, yeah, check it out. And um, Margarita and I will be going on a book tour in September. Okay. And uh, I'll also be doing a bunch of other events on my own. So, yeah, just check out my, my site for events yeah sounds good well i appreciate you hanging out uh, it was a blast chatting and especially in the backstory of a lot of your work and your inspiration it's it's so cool to see so i can't wait to see the the stuff you have coming out in the future too great thanks brandon yeah my pleasure